Ah, there's... So everything comes full circle here. I mean, especially Scooby-Doo and the gang have figured out what's going on. Uh, yeah, I guess just roll credits. That's... Yep, he's wrapping, he's wrapping, he's wrapping up, he's wrapping up. Fake laugh, fake laugh, yep, YouTube, bye-bye. Yep. <sighs> thank God. The diaper that's always just full of shit and he's just dragging around. And- One, two, three, baby. One, two, three, baby. Bad parenting, dumbass sons of bitches. I can tell you're outside. Get inside or going on a set. I want fake sets. Come on, little fella. You can do it. More Charlie Brown teacher voice. Gotta say, I love my uh, my my vodka hand sanitizer. What is it really? Vodka? It's from it's from a vodka company, and um, it's just like crazy high alcohol content vodka. Basically, I mean, it it smells like vodka, and it was cheap, and it's what I use for hand sanitizer in my office. Like it's, I like this more than the uh, the more like I don't know gelish type hand sanitizer. Okay. Because this, this, this is like, it's literally just pouring 151 vodka on your hands. <laughs> oh. But I'm all pepperminted up and ready to go. Oh, I feel like absolute dog shit. Must be a Tuesday. Oh, yep. Yeah, yep. Tuesdays are literally the worst days of the week. Well, yeah. Used to be Sunday mornings and that's kind of changed now. But now Tuesday mornings are pretty much the, Yeah. Yep, same here. And I didn't help that last three nights in a row, I've been up since three thirty. Uh, I'll pass out till eleven, and I've been up since three thirty. I'm just dead man walking. Uh, so I feel like I'm starting to get sick again. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, surely not coronavirus again. No, I don't. Doesn't feel like that. But I mean, when I'm that tired. Then I start to have what I call micro-dreams, where I fall asleep for five minutes, have some crazy dream that is stressful. Not really a nightmare, just mostly stressful. I know what you're talking about, yep. And then I I wake up frustrated, and then I look at the clock, and it's only been five minutes. And so I roll over and repeat for hours. Oh, it's the most restless... It's awful. It's awful. Which then leads to me being nauseous, because I'm so tired. Yay! And then snot dripping down the... just. Yep, usual, same old crap. Then I'm not in the mood to eat, then I don't eat anything for days. Which doesn't help that you, you don't... doesn't help your nauseousness feeling. No, uh-uh. Nope. And I'm guessing that nothing sounds good either to eat. No, I've got a half a bagel with cream cheese here with one bite of out, out of it, and I'm just like, milk. <laughs> yep. Ah. Hey, but the ones where we really, really feel like shit usually turn out to be the best podcast. Apparently, you that's know? why we're like, do I cancel? I'm like, oh, I guess we're soldiering on. Yep. <laughs> if it would have been yesterday morning, I don't know if I could even have uh, have done it. I after my treadmill, well, the very tail end of my treadmilling on Sunday morning. 
this doing the slowdown thing, and all of a sudden my left knee was like, ah, I'm done now. And something bad happened, but I have been pretty much chair-bound since then. Oh, man. I Joni had to go to Walgreens and get me a... Sleeve? Leg, leg brace or whatever, yeah. and I ice it, and then... We've got three or four of those around here. Yep, and just, like... Thankfully, my allergies have have not been quite as bad. It's like they're half as bad as they normally are. So that, like, if, if my allergies would be as bad as they usually are with this bum knee, oh, I would be... Oh, oh, I would be, uh, well, I typically am a raging asshole, but I would be like super. Oh yeah. Well, then the kids yeah. get extra. They can just yeah. tell. And, they can, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I can tell, they can tell that I'm hurt and, yeah. So anyway, then I go outside to just get away from the freaking cats and get away from the allergies and sit on the back porch. And then there's this bird. It's not a sparrow, but it's some bird that just, and it's not a crow, but it just, it's pissed off that I'm out there. So it's loud, like, caw, 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 caw. I, I cannot escape animals. And <laughs> oh, I can't either. We've got a, a wren outside or something that, at mm, 4.30, quarter till 5. And real, mm-hmm. real fucking loud. And it's like, that's, you know, hey guys, guys, I think I see the sun coming up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and all of these things, like all of my interruptions throughout the night are, they're all perfectly timed. So like, wife comes down to get a drink. Right as I'm about to doze off again at 3.30 or so. Well, that wakes me up. Then it takes me forever to start falling asleep again. Then I start falling asleep. And then the dog wants to go out. And then I start falling asleep 45 minutes later, and the other uh-huh. dog just decides he's going to start barking at something outside, and real loud. Not, not a, uh, roof, roof, it's a, all of a sudden out of, uh, just out of nowhere. Roof, 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 like, oh. Oh. Then 45 minutes later, I start to doze off. Birdie, 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 birdie. Uh-huh. And at this point, at this point, you kind of like, as it gets closer to morning, uh, it, for me, it gets harder and harder to actually fall back asleep because it's like, I know I have to get up and well, it's like, oh, I got to get up in 90 minutes. I got to get up in an hour. Well, I got to get up in, eh, eh. I guess that's just a part of getting older is you just, your sleep patterns are completely screwed. Yep, I guess. I, I, I don't know what to do. But, uh, <sighs> uh well, after that depressing intro. <laughs> We're gonna start. Here, hold on. Let me. Oh, go for it. Oh, I gotta just put my put my leg brace on. I keep thinking, no, it's not an old person leg brace. It's like a WWE wrestler leg brace. Like I'm a tough dude. I gotta put on my leg brace because I've been through shit. Or I'm old. Just yeah. Old. And by the, on the treadmill, I didn't do anything weird. Like it wasn't like I was like, oh, whoops, I put my foot wrong. No, it was just a regular run, and my knee was like. I'm good. I'm gone. I'm, I'm done. So, uh, and then last night we went on a walk, which, because I'm like, I need to exercise my leg a little bit. And so I'm just hobbling along outside like a complete idiot. So all the neighbors, oh, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong? I'm like, this was a, this was a bad, a bad idea. 
because ah, it's like ah, on the treadmill and oh, what did you do? Blah, 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 blah. Nothing. It's repeat, repeat, all you get. Repeat. Yep. No, you get <laughs> just getting older. Yes, yes, and thank you for noticing. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Uh huh. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, one of our friends wrote a book, and it's coming out soon. So I told her that we would promote it on the show. Okay. By Missy Herrera. It's called. Oh, see, I don't, there's a lot of Spanish here, so I don't know if I'll, I won't pronounce any of this right. Tono Lives, it's T-O-N-O, Lives, is the name of the book. Porque is it a novel or a... We're getting there. You're, you're really blowing our first promotion here. I know, I know. I mean, there's a whole synopsis and log lines <laughs> and, and you interrupt me after the title. <sighs> Porque Domina Todo. The second line means uh, because he dominated everything, and it comes from a Calaman, Calaman comic. A headstrong boy's life collapses amidst devastating sorrow and bloodstained Mexico, weaving adolescence to teenage choices of brutal fury and peril. Um, and I think this is about her husband's life, actually, as a young boy growing up in Mexico, like, homeless, by himself. Like, I don't think his parents were around or nothing. I think he was all on his own. Uh, but I, I could be wrong on that, but I, that's just what I've gleaned. Uh, end of July release 2020, no definitive date yet. But we're going to be mentioning it, you know, at least through July or until it comes out. Maybe a month after that. So get used to hearing it, people. <laughs> cool. Good for her. Yeah. Been a long time coming project that she's been working on. So, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. I Actually, I... There was, uh... This is not... I want to make sure that I don't forget this, but, but our middle segment here is a topic that I wanted to discuss. Let me write that down. Got it. Okay. Because it actually circles back to something that we talked about probably a couple months ago. Okay. So, anyway. But, um, I mean, yeah, I've got the bum knee. Um, but, you know, I, 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 the allergies aren't quite as bad today, so there's that. Um. There's, um, yep. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're back to being pretty much almost in quarantine to where we get groceries. We don't do much just because it's, you know, I know people don't like to hear it, but coronavirus is not going away. It's, it's back with a vengeance. And I know that most, well, not most, but there's some Americans are, we're, we're, we're done with this. It's not done with you. It's not done with you, so we're trying to do our part and stay at home as much as we can. Wear our masks when we go to, um, to the grocery store or whatever, or get takeout or whatever. But yeah, the the visiting the visiting family who never wear masks, those days are going to be coming to an end here real soon again. Like, if you're going to be irresponsible, we're I'm not going to be the one that gets coronavirus because you were irresponsible. Uh, there's almost nobody wearing masks down here. Uh, I'll, I'll count maybe three when I drive through town and it's packed out. Jeez. They just... I mean, up here, it's 50-50. I mean, it's... I can tell that things have slowed way down. Like, people aren't, aren't wearing them near as much. But, um... That's... I don't know. I just don't understand. It's it's not that difficult to wear a mask for 30 minutes in a grocery store. 45 minutes in a grocery store. I, doctors do it all day long. Yeah. Infringing on our rights. I kind of feel like people that say that shit should, uh, I'd be like, okay, the next surgical procedure you have, I I request that your doctor have his freedom and not wear a mask. And you know, they'd be like, whoa, 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 I could get infected. 
<sighs> but they don't, that doesn't click. That's, yeah, yeah but it's different. It's, but yeah. So anyway, it's fun times, fun times. Yeah, I and I from good tweet yesterday where it said white people just, just follow, just obey the laws, laws, wear a mask, white people. Mm, infringing <laughs> on rights and stuff now. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. But I, from what I hear, from what I hear from a very reliable source, the Dems are coming to take away anybody not wearing a mask. Yes. Now, where we where we go, I'm not sure, but we are going to be taken away, or at least I'm I'm going to be taken away because I guess I'm one of those those silly Dems. <laughs> but I'm going to be taken away. So. I oh, wait, wait. guess the, somewhere the, the Dems are coming to take you away if you wear a mask. Say that again. If you, I'm sorry. If, if you don't, if you are caught without a mask on, the Dems are going to come take you away. So they wouldn't come take you. You're going to go take people away. I, yeah, I. You said yeah. they're going to come take me away. You're a Dem. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Ah, see, it's this is the state of mind that. <laughs> so I guess that I, I guess. Well, we just back no, that up. I'm, here. Not, I'm, not I'm back. <laughs> I'm actually safe. I'm the safe one. Yeah, it's, your, your it's, Gestapo it's, is going to come take people yeah. away without masks. Yeah, it's it's those other patriots that uh, they're in trouble. They're <laughs> they're in trouble. Where they go, I'm not sure. To I jail, could, I guess. Yeah, I could name a couple places I'd like to see them go, but I'll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I who who the hell knows. It's just the normal right-wing fear-mongering that that's how they do it. Uh-huh. Yep. I was told for eight years about Obama doing it, and here I sit. Yep. I didn't really ever see anybody get black-hooded and taken away, but what do I know? Yep. Yeah, we're, we're just podcast peons. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's going nowhere. Do you want to talk? I know. <laughs> after after my huge, oh, I mean that was awful, awful. Like I'm being taken away, then all of a sudden Patriots are being taken away, and Dems are coming to take away Dems. Or uh, yeah, movies. Let's do movies. <laughs> okay, uh, roulette. I'm Eric, and I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. So this garbage part two. (laughs) And on this episode of the roulette, it is the vast of night up against 7,500. And you're up first. Thank God. Uh, 7,500 from Patrick Volrath. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, Starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. When terrorists... When terrorists try to seize control of a Berlin-Paris flight, a soft-spoken young American co-pilot struggles to save the lives of the passengers and crew while forging a surprising connection with one of the hijackers. Uh, hour and 33 minutes with, if I remember correctly, no score at all. There's no music. Uh, this movie was fantastic. F- fantastic. Um, it's weird to... Th- like. I got a almost sort of uh, bottle episode vibe Star Trek thing going on to where, up oh, here's an episode where everything takes place on the bridge or, you know, everything everything takes place in one of the shuttles. It 
pretty much the entire movie is set inside the cockpit. Where, I mean, there's a couple shots of the rest of the plane, you know, the seats of the plane, but it's pretty much Joseph Gordon-Levitt inside the cockpit dealing with uh, three terrorists. And it is so good. The acting is so good. Not just from, uh, what's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is, Tobias Ellis, but the stewardesses, flight attendants, and the terrorists themselves. Uh, They're, oh man, this movie is so good. Easily, right now, probably the number one movie of the roulette year for me. Uh, this is one that I could have seen, even though it was set in a uh, cockpit. This could have been a theatrical movie. Not that theaters were open, but it was that good. And just so well made. I love that they didn't have music. It just added to the tenseness. I, I watched, well, I watched part of it uh, when wife and kids were outside doing whatever in the garden in the evening. And my wife came in to get some water. And this is... Beginning of the movie, nothing happened yet. It's just, it's just pilot, co-pilot, and they're going over their itinerary, whatever. And, and even that, my wife was watching a little bit of it. She's like, this is kind of intense. She's like, I just feel like something's bound to happen any second. I'm like, uh huh. Yeah, me too. And like, they're just going over their flight stuff, but something about it with that no music and, the way the camera was filming them, I'm like, yeah, bad shit's going to happen very soon. Uh, the first hour is better than the last. Uh, so I dock it a little bit for that. Uh, however, I don't want to spoil anything. It's still a great movie, but the first half was better than the second half. Still excellent. you got to check it out. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it in the queue. Uh, on my side, the vast of night. In twilight of the 1950s, on one fateful night in New Mexico, young switchboard operator Faye and charismatic radio DJ Everett discover a strange audio frequency that could change their small town and future forever. Uh, the first half of this movie, I did not like. Oh, no, no, did I not like it. Starts off with him walking through a where their high school's about to have a basketball game and setting up a recorder and helping somebody with a instrument, and doing this, and doing that, and talking to this person, talking to that person, everybody talks real fast, and everybody has some witty comment to say, and oh yeah, ho ho ho, here's a quick quick line for you, how about that, did you hear about so-and-so, blah, 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 and moves that fast. And it was irritating, because it was like, nobody talks like that, nobody walks like that, nobody does that, I don't care if it was the 50s, you're imitating 50s filmmaking, not actual 50s people, I think, you know? Yeah. Um, so, then we... He leaves there, the basketball game, and goes to his radio station where he plays some weird sound, and then he gets this caller that calls in and starts, hey, I know what that sound is. I can tell you what that sound is. See, I was in the military many years ago, and, uh, well, I worked with this guy, Bob, and, and Bob, you know, he was a pretty nice man, but, uh, he sometimes... Sometimes, I don't know, he, like, didn't put per- say our syrup on his pancake. And, da, 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 and then the screen, oh. the screen would fade to black. And it would just stay black. And we'd just keep listening to his story. And he would get back on track about the sound effect. And that part was really cool. And the mysterious stuff that um, they were doing. And then it would go back to this guy sitting in the radio station listening to the caller. And then 
the guy would start to trail off again and it would fade to black and then the whole screen was black for like a minute and you'd just be listening to this guy tell a story. And then it cut out of there and there was a long no-cut shot where they just drive back to the basketball game and it goes through the gym and then it comes back out of the gym and goes back to the radio station didn't need it. The first half of this movie could have been a podcast, like an audio drama. That would have been cool. But for half this movie, you're sitting there watching other people listen to the radio. And it was like, didn't need that, didn't need that. And later they established why we needed to know that the whole town was at the basketball game. You could have just said the whole town's at the basketball game. Didn't need all this establishing setup stuff. You know, could have been 30 minutes. Uh, But then the second half, things pick up. I gotta admit, because I was bitching to you first half. Uh-huh. But the second half, things pick up, and it does get interesting. And I almost tell you, it's almost worth bearing through that first half to get to the second, because of it It gets pretty cool. Uh, it's still going to end up being a mixed bag score. It's not going to make, probably not going to make a top ten, unless I have a lot of crap the rest of the year. But, eh. I, it, it really, it should have been a 30-minute film or a radio drama which is too bad, and had some good special effect at the end for five minutes. And then there was just annoying things in it, like the girl that he's with, they'd be like, oh, crap, we need to go get a camera. And so she would just run out of whatever building they're in and run right down the middle of the street. And he would go and jump in the car and drive three blocks, catch up to her and be like, get in the car. Why are you running in the street? Oh, sorry, I'm not used to riding in cars, so I always just run down the street. So the whole movie this happens like four times where she just runs out of a building and runs right down the street. Not the sidewalk. I mean the middle of the road. Like in town. Like there are cars everywhere. I mean, yeah, it just was nonsense. That like little things like that were nonsense. Or then they would derail into this dialogue that had nothing to do with nothing. That didn't add any character development. I, it... And... I'm good on I, that's yeah. a one and done for me, but that you might want to check it out. At least, it, yeah, at least it kind of turned around a bit. Yeah, that first half, man. Woo, I was bored. Okay, next round. Oh, I got something to bitch about. Now that I think about it. Keep it down. Oh. So my neighbor, uh, they planted a bunch of everybody's planting their gardens at the same time, but they planted way too much basil, and so they're like do you want some basil plants? You got a little room in your garden? I was like, sure. I like basil well enough. Fresh basil would be nice. Went over, took half a dozen plants, transplanted them to my garden. Trimmed a couple of leaves off to put on a pizza. Um, Chopped it up, put it on the pizza. That was at least a week ago. At least. I've taken multiple showers and scrubbed my hands multiple times every day. Guess what my fingers smell like? (laughs) <laughs> basil. It's still just reek of basil. I'm telling you, I ain't touching that shit again. I mean, it's like nauseatingly strong. Oh, How was the pizza? Was it good on the pizza or it was, was it fine. too much? I didn't put too much on the pizza. You know, I, I grabbed yeah. a couple of leaves and I chopped it up and spread it around. But, oh, my hands just reek. <sighs> okay, next round. <laughs> okay, uh, first up for you is... Artemis Fowl. This is on Disney Plus. 
Uh, Kenneth Branagh directed this, I guess this is a kid's book. Uh, Artemis Fowl, a young criminal prodigy, hunts down a secret society of fairies to find his missing father. Probably one that you could watch with the obviously one you could watch with the kids. This movie has gotten pretty much universal hate, but that doesn't mean that it's not enjoyable. So, one of us at some point, I'm sure, is going to watch this. I thought the trailers looked pretty good. Special effects look good. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is a good director. Josh Gad is in it. I like him. So I don't know. It might be something. Um, next up, Only. This is on Netflix. This is a... Supposedly it's a science fiction movie. After a comet releases a mysterious virus that begins to kill all the women in the world, a young couple hides out in their over-sterilized apartment f- trying to fight for their lives. That's kind of sort of almost a, uh, you know, quarantine type thing like what we're going through now. Uh, Okay, and lastly, uh, Guns Akimbo from 2019. This is an hour and 38 minutes, starring Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers. And from what the poster looks like, uh, I didn't even watch the trailer because I want to see this movie. Uh, it looks like Daniel Radcliffe, a very dirty, grimy Daniel Radcliffe, has two guns uh, attached to his hands that he can't let go. Is at least what the poster looks like. They're bolted uh, to his through his hands. Yeah, so that's awesome. This I, I never watched. You watched it that uh, Henry movie? What's it called? Henry movie. Wasn't there like a first person type movie? Oh, uh, yeah, I have that on Blu-ray. Yeah, that one maybe crossed with. Uh, crank. I don't know. It looks pretty cool, at least from the poster, and Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor, so there you go. There's your three. Alright, coming your way. On Netflix is Heist. Uh, desperate to pay his daughter's medical bills, a broke casino dealer plans a robbery with a shady accomplice. When things go wrong, they hijack a bus. Starring Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Robert De Niro, Kate Bosworth, Dave Batista, Gina Carano, Mark Paul Gossler. Uh, next up, The Foreigner. This was one I blind bought on Blu-ray, but I, it's up on Netflix now, so I thought I'd throw it your way. Hour 53 minutes, but don't let that put you off. I own the Blu-ray, and I thought this was great. After his daughter is killed by terrorists, a sullen restauranteur seeks the identities of those responsible and travels to Ireland to take vengeance. Jackie Chan, Pierce Brosnan. And it's not a typical waka-waka Jackie Chan movie at all. He's He's okay. very deadly serious. And... So is Pierce Brother. It's good. And there's political stuff, undertones. It, it's good. Uh, you should definitely check it out sometime. And lastly, Hugazooza. <laughs> uh, 2017 horror film. This film takes place in a remote mountain village in the 15th century Alps and follows Alexandra Quinn as Albrin, a goat herder shunned by her fellow townspeople who finds herself in an uneasy friendship with a local villager. Uh, the film is divided into four parts. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard of it, but Eugene requested it. So that's yep. what I take. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the the uh, Jackie Chan movie, I remember you reviewing that movie on the show. And uh, did, did I think you said that Jackie Chan, like, you can tell, like, when he gets beat up, it hurts. Yeah. Was, was that the one? Yeah, this is not one of his normal kung foolery movies. Yeah. Uh, so throw, keep throwing that my way. I do want to watch that, but that Hagazusa something or other, whatever, it looks witchy, uh, as in Robert Eggers' witch. 
And I'm all about that folk, folky, folk tale type stuff. So I want to give that one a shot. And it got some pretty, well, got some good reviews, but that doesn't mean anything for the roulette. <laughs> yeah, especially not from Shudder or wherever you're getting them. Yeah. And for you. Um, I'll take Guns Akimbo. I do, right. I do want to see that Artemis Fowl, but not this week. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. There you go. Next week on the show, it will be uh, Guns Akimbo up against Takazuza's. Uh... Alright. Moving right along. God, I feel <laughs> just, like shit. Oh, just, it just feels like you just, let's just plow through this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm trying to... I didn't update my recently watched file, so I'm trying to do that real quick. Uh, you, you said you brought... You're up first. You, what'd you bring? Okay. Uh, so, I'm not sure if you saw this, but um, supposedly Walmart is going to start doing drive-in theaters in their parking lots. Yeah, I heard. Um, and not only that, but... Uh, up here in Canton, uh, the Palace Theater has converted a parking lot into a drive-in theater. So they've been showing Jaws and some kids' movies. I think Trolls was on there. Goonies, possibly. Uh, stuff like that. But there you go. It's like like you had said. Find a big parking lot, put a screen up, and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you've you've had months and hard. months. And th- yeah, and this isn't going away. Like... It seems like things are picking back up again. So, what are theaters going to do? Like, it, make little boxes that people sit in in the theater? Possibly. I mean, I want the theaters to open up as much as the next person, but it's like, after a while, it's like, okay, fine. Just, I'll go watch the Ghostbusters movie at a drive in, or I'll go watch Top Gun at a drive in if I have to, but do something. Yep. Cause, I agree. I agree. Uh, I don't know why they, yeah, haven't been able to do this. Maybe they don't want yeah. to spend the money, or maybe they, they're banking on it's going to be back in a month or something like that. Hey. I mean, it's kind of the Wild West anymore. It just seems like, do whatever, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, whatever. Yeah. So, yep. Um, I mean, would you, how comfortable would you feel if, like, next week, theater's back open and Tenant is coming out? What would you do? Well, I would do what I normally do and not go to the theater anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah. You have to ask me if Zack Snyder's Justice League were coming to theaters, then I would be in a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Or a new Star Wars movie. Or... Yeah, right. But, I don't, I also, I already had it. Like, confirmed had it. Yeah. So. That's true. I don't know. Might still have it. I'm the one you probably don't want going to the theater. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just wonder where we're... I while I don't like Walmart, I appreciate the fact that they're doing that at least. Uh, I think didn't Walmart? Don't quote me on this. Did they acquire Voodoo or somehow uh, they acquired into... something? What was it? And then that kind of made so that Voodoo is under them, possibly. So I, I just wonder how like Walmart's so huge. I wonder if they would be able to get pretty much any older movie that they want. I, I don't know. I mean, studios obviously still own the rights to the movies. Uh, what was that? Fandango. 
Was that it? Okay. Yeah, no, that wait. sounds right. No, no, wait. NBC Universal's Fandango to buy Walmart's Voodoo streaming. So they already had Voodoo. So they Fandango now or uh, Voodoo now belongs to Universal. Okay. But having worked at a theater and having to order the movie and having it come in on DCP and having to upload it onto a hard drive, uh, onto a server and having to QC it and having to, you know, all this stuff, a lot, I mean, that takes a lot of time unless they're setting up an old film projector, which I can't imagine that they're doing. They just slap a film on and play it. Like there's a lot that goes into that. So you can't just do just one-off shows like I don't know. It's I know there's scary. a lot that goes into that, but you got to remember for all those places, they have 10 people working on that or five people working on that. Not yeah. just one person handling all of those things. So yeah. it's, it would be a lot less work for them than it was for you. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So I, I think that would be cool. Heck, there's a Walmart up the street from me. I would park my car there and watch a movie. Sure. If, me too. Um, just to, just to, for something to do with the kids. Cause it's like, we just run out of stuff for the kids to do. <sighs> but buy Minecraft. Yeah, yep, Minecraft forever. Fortnite. But I, I think it would be cool if they would actually go and like get a big, a big field and like make a legit new drive-in, like new screen, big projector, like high-end projector. Do it right and just keep it there, and that be a thing. I agree. I agree. You're not telling me anything I haven't said. Yeah. Angrily. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm impressed, though, that uh, that Palace, of all places, uh, I figured that Cinemark would be like, okay, fine, we got that ginormous parking lot, but nope, not them. It's the place downtown with no parking space at all that found a parking lot to do this in, which is just cool. Good for them. Oh, this is going to be a short show, folks. <laughs> He's choking back puke. No. Over to you! <laughs> it's just gagging. It's just dry heaving. Ugh. Because of the shit running down my, my throat. But I have to keep it down for a while, because I took pills and stuff. I gotta make sure and get those absorbed. Then I'll just heave away. Uh-huh. As the bagel sits there, just... Oh! Ferment... Oh! <laughs> oh, I'm shaky. I hate being shaky. My wife actually thinks I have Parkinson's. I'm like, uh, I, mean, I were you don't think so, but... Do, doing any drinking last night, or...? A little, I mean, a little bit, but nothing crazy. Okay, so it wasn't like you got blackout, just no. shit-faced... No. Boys! Quiet! Are they doing Minecraft? No. This... I've no. Not, they're not allowed to do Minecraft because they don't, they yeah. don't shut up. I told them that how quiet they are will... Uh, figure if they get to play Minecraft when I'm done. Yeah. I'm looking for something. There's, I got nothing. I don't, I... <laughs> haven't been much news this week. I guess it's only Tuesday, but... Yeah. Oh, and the news that there is is all bad. Or, I don't care about, I don't I'm sorry, I don't care about Hamilton coming to Disney+, Plus. I'm not gonna watch I, it. Wife has 45 minutes left of it, uh, which it's... She really likes it. I mean, this gives her something to do while I watch my movies. But, I'm like, do you like it? And she's like, yeah, it's good. Uh, all right. That's just not my bag. Yeah. 
But boy, it's getting all sorts of... So it's the actual play that they just filmed the play, right? Yeah, but the big sweeping camera shots and stuff, I think. I, I kind of watched the trailer for it. I, I mean, that there's, was... uh, there's, there's a new animated Transformers coming to Netflix that looks... Eh. Um, trailer released for upcoming Audible version of Neil Gaiman's Sign. Like, there's nothing going on. Yeah. Are people still making movies, though? Like, are, are things still... Production has commenced Some, on movies? A couple things. Constantine remake on the way. I've been hearing about that for years. Believe it when I see it. Yeah. Black Widow director says the torch will pass from Scarlet to Florence Pope. Who cares? <laughs> Don't really care. Chuatel Ejiofor is excited to work with Sam Raimi on Doctor Strange 2. It's not really news. No. This is what they're this is what they're stretching for. Well, and at this point, because movies aren't coming out, and... Stallone says Rambo could come back for another sequel. Nobody's asking for that. No, nope. Did you see that on Amazon Prime? The extended version, the I guess the international version of Rambo: Last Blood is out, and I'm like, ah, the 89 minute version is just fine with me, or uh, whatever I saw in the theater. I'm not sure which one I watched. It okay? So the beginning, uh, I guess the extended version. The beginning has Rambo rescuing some people in the rain or something, and yeah, it was not okay. mine. Oh, I saw that. Okay, so you also you saw the extended. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, that scene was okay. The movie overall okay. was disappointing. Yeah, it was. Ennio Morricone passed away. Yes. Yeah. 91 years old. That's impressive. I mean, 91 years old, and that is, much like Christopher Lee, that guy just lived a full life and con- contributed. Yeah, seemed like he was working right up till the end. Yeah? Oh, I love it. When, whenever I watch a movie and his, his, you know, music by and his name pops up, I love that. Yep, me too. Is this Old Guard movie out yet? I want to watch it. Old Guard? That Charlize Theron Netflix thing. Oh, that looks good. When does that come out? I think that was one that, uh, oh, July 10th. So in three days. So the question is, do we save this for a roulette next week? No. This looks good. Nope, that's getting watched right away for me. Joe Blow gives it a 7 out of 10. There we go. I'm looking at see what the director has done. Secret Life of Bees, Love and Basketball, uh, some TV stuff. That looks good. <laughs> just rip roaring entertainment here. <laughs> Woo! Let's just do recently watched. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I mean, there's no need. There's not even any news stories on the front of IMDb. I know. Or I, am I just I, not? Am I just not? No, you're right. You're right. I mean, we can delve down the happy birthday route. I, I, I already did. There's not even any birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Jim Gaffigan. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Okay. Um, Recently watched, sir. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this might even beat out the uh, length, the, the running time of our garbage episode, our garbage 300 episode. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's see here. Let me just run down through the... The list finds something good. Oh, you know what? F is for family. Let's let's start this off with a bang. So I am on episode 
three of season three now. And I started watching it and I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm going to pace myself on this one because this is good. No. Now it's just every every chance that I get. It's like, oh, I can watch another ten minutes before the kids come in. Or I can watch another five minutes. Like, so I don't even watch full episodes. Hold on. I, Speaking of yelling at kids. Boys! Oh, boy. Go upstairs. I don't know what they're doing, but just blah, 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 right mm-hmm. next to each other on the love seat. Loud as shit. Mm-hmm. And I can see my microphones picking it up, and I'm sure you can hear it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's weird. When I started watching the show, uh, which I can't believe that this, the first season was 2015. That seems like so long ago. Like, this seems like such a new show. 2015, that's five years ago. Um, but Bill Burr, like, it took me a couple episodes to, I love Bill Burr. Uh, I love his stand-up routine. But it it took me a bit to get his voice attached to that frumpy middle-aged guy because that's not how Bill Burr looks at all. Yeah. And I just, Bill Burr is this skinny bald dude and this is not that. But then I, it, that, that went away. And then I'm like, like, oh, boy, that voice sounds familiar. Oh, it's Justin Long. Or, oh, that voice sounds familiar. Oh, it's Laura Dern. Or it's Sam Rockwell. Or, uh, this show is in the upper, upper echelons of, of comedy, animated comedy for adults. Uh, it's right up there with South Park to me. It's still not quite the perfection that is Rick and Morty, but this show is great. It's so good and depressing, yet something about it works. It just, like, some of the episodes, I'm like, this is almost depressing, but then it's hilariously depressing. I was going to tell you that about season two and three, you're going to run into some of that. And I felt the same way, where I was just like, oh, man, it's it's just a lot. Season four takes everything up. So even some of those depressing storylines in the last two seasons, they have nice little bows put on them, where you're like, oh, okay, I've... I've there's no depressing in season four. For, at least it wasn't for me. Are they are they done with it? Or are they going to keep go, keep going on this? Oh, I imagine they'll keep going. It's mm-hmm. I think it's doing pretty well. Must be. They never oh. thought they'd get a season two. That's why it took a while for season two to be in production. Oh, it's great. Oh man, the the, uh, the closer for season two. <laughs> um, and it was a depressing episode, but it all takes place, like, it all ends at the airport with, uh, this guy with... <laughs> There's just lots of bloodshed. Lots of bloodshed at the end of, uh... Yeah, you have to remind me, because I, I watched it when it came out. Oh, Frank is, uh, being held hostage. Uh, and they were trying to kidnap the guy that, that was the awful employee there so that Frank could get his job back. Well, as this is going on, then, it, the a plane is being hijacked. And, oh, and there's a bomb and something blows up and just blood and guts splatter everywhere. <laughs> Hilarious. And, um, uh, what's his name? The guy that plays, uh, Frank's boss. Oh, what's his name? I can never remember his name off the top of my head, but I always... David, David Kochner? Yes, yes. I always remember him from Ice Cold. Is it Ice Cold? That snowboarding movie. Oh, I remember him from Anchorman. Mm. 
but um, ice he's cold. out oh, cold. I think it's cold. Out cold. But every time he's on screen, he's <sighs> Rick, I got it. <laughs> he's like on the verge of dying and crying. Uh, yeah. Yep. Oh, and just smoking. And in one episode, he's on a diet, so he's just chowing down on I, I think mayonnaise or something. And like, oh, uh, just sweat and oh, it's great. It's great. And then we cut to Sam Rockwell's character, and just every scene he's in, just blowing lines of coke. <laughs> yeah, or his dick swinging. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's Or not just uh, Sam. Did you say Sam Rockwell or Justin Long? Sam Rockwell. Uh, well, Justin Long's character is also really funny, too. He says, I hate you, Dad! <laughs> Come on, Dad, you suck! Uh, my least favorite character of the show, I think, is probably that old lady that stole the, uh, the head of the... the Tupperware company that stole. Oh yeah, yeah. Su- oh, I'm like, I hope that there's some comeuppance with that storyline because it pisses me off. Because that Laura Dern's character Sue gets shit on all the time. Yep, yep. <sighs> I think that I, I don't know. I'd be very curious how a younger person what they would think of that show. Because I think that you and I are old enough that we remember a world like that. I do totally remember yeah. that. And I think uh, maybe younger people would just be like, oh, this is outlandish, because there's no way people talked like this to their children. Yeah, they did. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, they did. Not necessarily maybe in our families or whatever, but uh, as far as the swearing, but (laughs) I definitely knew families that did. And that was not considered abuse. That was considered parenting. Yeah. This was... I, I see some of my dad in this character. I mean, it's different, but there's there's some of that. Oh, just wait till season four. I don't want to spoil it for you. So, which is your favorite season of all of them? Because I, thus far, season two is, I've, I'm only three episodes in season three, but two definitely improved on the first one. I think season four. But I haven't seen one, two, and three since they came out. So if you say season one is 2015, that's the last time I watched it. Oh, man, I burned through that. I, I started out slow, and then I'm like, oh, ooh, this is good. This is good. Hate you, Dad! <laughs> I, I, I I just die every time he says that. Or, Fuck you, Dad! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just thought the episode that I just watched, well, you probably don't remember it, but uh, Frank takes the family to some uh, some parade, and just he just gets burnt to a crisp. And his son gets drunk, and his other son is chasing after the bully's sister, and his mom is his mom the, the mom is passing out flyers for her new invention that, and she gets wrote up like a ticket, and it's just nothing goes right, everything it's, goes wrong for Mister Frank. Yeah, and his kids always have comments; they always have comments for him at exactly the wrong time, mm-hmm. and complaining about things that, yeah. oh, like my kids. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. I don't want this for dinner or stuff like that. It's like, mm. mm-hmm. so I knew this. Hard. I knew this show was uh, uh, like it took it to another level when, when the kid, what's his name, um, uh, the young kid, um, not Kevin. Kevin's the older. I'm not sure. I don't know what the kid, the little boy's name is, but when. Um, when he, he skips school because he got suspended and he sneaks underneath his mom and dad's bed because his mom and dad comes home and they just start, he, Frank just starts railing Sue. And I mean, we just see him 
balls and oh it was I mean it was pretty graphic and <laughs> there's the kid underneath the bed watching this with eyes wide and I'm like okay they're they're taking no prisoners with this show uh Bill like, Bill oh voiced by Haley Reinhardt so voiced by a woman they usually do that for younger boys I mean Bart Simpson's been voiced yeah. by a woman for 30 years yeah so anyway, huge, huge thumbs up. I, like I said, every free chance I get, it's everything I can do to not just watch it all through my evening alone time. Uh, but I, I like, I still have to get my movies in. So, but I am, I am squeezing this in. I'm sorry, Frank. <laughs> I like the, I like the neighbor kids too. There's always that neighbor kid with the, oh. the diaper that's always just full of shit and he's oh. just dragging around and you can tell he's like five or six. Yeah. You know? Oh, and they like to watch this, this broken empty TV in the woods with two squirrels just humping the shit out of each other. <laughs> yep. I knew you'd like it. So yeah. that's why I didn't, I didn't bother. Yeah. My didn't grandma's bother at, my grandma's at the bottom of the steps and she's been there for five weeks. Or, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I love it. It's, that's my type of humor. Yeah, I know. I told you. At some point, I'll start rewatching it from the beginning. And I listen to the theme song every single episode. It's funny every time it does not get old. Not one bit. And it kind of picks me up a little bit, because I know it's coming is going to bring me down. And it's like, come and get your love. (laughs) As he sails up into the sky. And he's all happy. Yep. And he gets slapped in the face with the draft. <laughs> I did like how season two ended with uh, with his with his one boss, uh, which I forget the guy's name, but he he had the long strip of rubbers and like one two three baby one two three baby one two three baby, and then we cut to Frank's character or Frank and Sue going at it, and you know he gets out the rubber. I'm like, oh, she's gonna get pregnant. She's gonna get pregnant. <laughs> I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but... Yes, I do. Okay. And they I'm... always find interesting ways to end the seasons, trust me. Every single time. So it's good I'm, shit. I'm, I, for some reason, I thought that you had like watched this numerous times. No, I've only watched the whole series once. But, mm. you know, uh, I didn't think they were going to make a second season, because I was like, there's no way. This is so heavy and, and raunchy and... yeah. Then he announced they're making a season two, and then he he talked about it a little bit on his podcast. He said it takes a long time to make these shows, and you know what? If they're going to be this good, con- this consistently this good, take your time. Oh, I agree. So. Yep, I totally agree. <laughs> I I was uh, as my wife was getting ready for bed, like in the other room, I was finishing up an episode, and there was two minutes left of the episode, and she comes in, and I just pause, and I'm like, no. Nope. She's like, Gosh, you can finish it. Uh, and so and I'm like, it's, I'm like, well, okay. So I hit play and immediately, I fucking hate you, Dad. So I'm like, oh, no, no. Oh, and she did not like that. I'm guessing. No, I just like, I'll finish it later, whatever. So, nope. That is that's that's a Eugene show right there. That's a me show. Okay, uh, back to F- you. A tweet from the F is for family writers. No contingency plan because we won't know if we're not coming back till after the new season starts on Netflix. If they tell us well in advance that we're canceled, then we can write a proper ending. But that's not the case. We intend to keep on going. It's up to Netflix to pick us up. 
they they haven't so we we don't know yet if there's going to be another season. Do you think it's doing? I mean, I'm, I assume it's doing good enough to warrant new new seasons. We don't know because Netflix doesn't release their stats on anything. Yeah, the most info you get out of them is some Netflix original was the most watched Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. like, but then that's their self promotion. The same way that they point you to their shit. I will be very sad if it's done at four seasons, but I guess, like you said, you know, four seasons is better than just one like they were planning. Yep. I mean, the way that season four ended. Whew. Is it a cliffhanger or is it a, they, they could essentially wrap things up with that? No, I, I don't think any of them were really cliffhangers. It's just something big always happens at the end of the season. Yeah. That you never saw, that you didn't really see coming or whatever. And, oh boy, season four, that was, this was my reaction at at the season ender, that it just, it kind of cuts to black, and I was just like, are you, are you serious? I was like, oh my gosh, so I went to hit play, and this is the most depressing thing ever, when you have a great show on Netflix, and you go to hit play, and it starts playing season one, episode one. You're like, oh, oh shit. No, yeah. I want more right now. More Sam Rockwell licking toads and... <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I almost said something that happens in season four. <laughs> uh, and Sam Rockwell's girlfriend in season two. I, I'm not going to try. It, it's great. It's great. Yep. Uh, okay, over on my side. Uh, let's talk about Pet Cemetery Remake 2019 that I said I'd never watch. I got into a discussion with some online friends, and yeah, they were talking about this, and I was talking about how Pet Cemetery sucks, the first one, and they were saying why it's great, and I said, nah, no interest in seeing the remake, and they said, oh, well, you know it's on Amazon Prime, and it's got this cool part, and a couple of cool parts, and I was like, ah, fucking damn it, and they talked, so they were like, come on, Skitch, go watch it, I'm like, alright, alright. So I watched it, and I still don't like either of these movies, because I don't like the story, the plot, you know, you know, all of the ideas, I just don't really, they just don't appeal to me. Not that, I'm not saying they're bad, necessarily, they just don't appeal to me. Um, but this one, I think at the end of the day, I'm going to have to say I enjoyed Pet Cemetery Remake more than the original, and that would be solely because of the ending. I love the ending. <laughs> now, the ending, in my opinion, let's I, let's go spoilers on this. Yeah, why not? yeah. I, I'm the original Pet Cemetery always goes in one ear and out the other, but to my recollection, he put down the kid, and the wife was dead, and he was taking the wife to the pet cemetery, and she comes back and kills him. Yep. The end. Roll credits. The end. Roll credits. And I thought that was a stupid ending. I no. It, a lot of people, stupid people making stupid decisions is what that movie is. But then in the end of the remake, uh, how did, how did it work? They were like building, it was like they were possessed by other demons. When they come back, they're not right. And so they were killing each other to drag them up and get more demon bodies. Like yeah. they build an army. I was like, now that's cool. Like that is kind of cool, but they've made it very clear that it's not the same person. You know, and the kid turned old and all that. Well, and they, then they end up with the, uh, 
like the, the little boy is stuck in the car, which that's a, a downer ending because they're going to oh, yeah. kill the kid. Yep. Yep, absolutely. But obviously that's a, they completely changed it from King's book with them killing off the girl instead of the little boy. Which surprised me, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm like, all right, I'm okay with this. They're doing something different. Yeah, who cares? I didn't really care. Yeah. And what's the difference? And then, the oh, there was one part where I was just groaning because the kid was like, you let me die, mommy, you let me die. And I'm like, both your kids are playing in the middle of this busy highway, you bad parenting, dumbass sons of bitches. Like, why are you guys even in the front yard? You barely have a front yard. You got a backyard. Yeah. Go in the set it up in the backyard. Why are you having this party in the front yard with little kids? How stupid are you? <laughs> like I'm nervous at my house where they have to drive like twenty, or they're supposed to. Yeah. But I got roads on all four sides of my property. Uh, whatever. Uh, so at the end of the day, yeah, I still don't really care for either of those. But if I'm gonna rewatch one, it'd probably be the remake. Cool. I'm I'm glad you at least gave it a shot. I I liked it. I thought it had a good creepy atmosphere, had some gore in it. I liked that they changed up the the uh which child was killed and that really downbeat ending. I thought that was really good. Uh, yeah. I, I I liked that movie. I I actually I'm one of those I think it's better than the original. Yeah. Well, I do too. Or at least has a more interesting ending. Yeah. The, I will say that the original follows King's book Fairly accurate, uh, and but I've never been a huge, huge fan of Pet Cemetery the novel. It's good, I like it. It's just like man, there's a lot of better King novels out there than that one to me. Yep. So, no, oh, what else you got? Taking a breath. I'm taking a breath. Okay. All right. Uh, real quickly, I rewatched Independence Day with the kids on Independence Day because why not? And I know we've gone back and forth on this one, and the last time I watched it, I was kind of meh on it, and this time I watched it, and, you know, the kids were into it, and like you always say, if the family's into it, it makes it a lot better, and they Mm -hmm. were scared at some parts, and thought some parts were cool, and, is the dog gonna make it, Dad? Oh, yes, son, the dog will make it, don't worry. Uh, But, uh, so I just, not a whole lot to add to it this time, I just wanted to say that this time I watched it, and it was a good time. I, we had fun watching it. How did the effects hold up? You know, the effects hold up pretty good. There's just a couple that don't, you know? But, but most of them st- still hold up good. This was not a twister situation where I was groaning at every single thing. I was groaning at a few Will Smith lines. Welcome to Earth! Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and right. they still, uh, how does the, uh, Apple computer virus upload oh, thing? That's, that's always just, uh, uh, computer nonsense of the 90s, which uh-huh. is why Hackers is on my short list uh, for us to do a commentary track on. Because mm. that one is chuck full of not it's nonsense. It doesn't even look like anything. At least on that, it looks like something. On on Hackers, it's just numbers floating through space. Not even in a matrixy way. They're just like floating around and, and they're intently typing with, yeah. you know, 90s techno music. <laughs> what was the line that, uh, uh, Goldblum, what was the line that he has where, oh, not, not backward, don't, don't, not backward, for, forward, oh, and I remember forward, forward, must go forward, or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I love you, man, but that wasn't a good line. I, that man. way, that way. You mean yeah. right at the start when they start trying to fly the ship? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he goes, that way, that way. 
Uh, Goldblum's the saving grace of that movie for me, but... Yeah. Have you watched the sequel more than once? I've only watched it one time, and I was... I watched it twice, and I think I'm going to watch it with the kids here sometime, maybe the next week or two. But I I thought it was okay. It was better than I expected. You know, I was expecting not good, and it's not great or anything, but I thought it was okay. I wish Will Smith... Yeah, the special effects were incredible. It's too long. And the ending is crazy. It goes bonkers with this giant alien thing. You're like, what is even happening right now? But, uh... I wish Will Smith would have been back for that. But instead Which... they made up this plot where he died and his son took over. And it's like, alright. Yeah. It's basically a remake. Yeah, I need to watch... Well, actually, I need to watch both of them again. I, I've always enjoyed the first one. And I've only watched the second one once. And... It was okay. It was way, way, way too long. That was one I watched with my wife, and she did not like it at all. So next viewing will probably just be me, myself, and I. Well, part two's in my voodoo, so you can watch okay. it for free. All right. Okay. Um, uh, Feast. Let's talk about Feast for a little bit. This is a 2005 John Gulliger movie. Uh we, I don't know if we've ever talked about this movie on the show. And for some reason, I'm like, I'm in the mood for a creature feature. Uh, I've seen all my creature feature movies. What do I watch? I'm like, hey, you know what? I haven't watched Feast in a good, I don't know, nine, ten years by now, at this point. Really? Out, oh, yeah. It just came out in 2005. And I, yeah, I have not seen this movie in many, many years. I mean, I and, know we've talked about the movie plenty of times, but I just, I don't know what, if we ever did on the show. Yeah. It's, find out. it's still good. Um, but it's 15 year age has, it's starting to show its age as far as how it's filmed with there's whenever a creature attacks, we're going to shake that camera is shake, 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 shake. Um, the filter that they use on it is of its time a bit, but these are minor gripes. It's still a really fun movie, fast paced and incredibly gory. Uh, you never really get a super good look at the creatures in this. They're just big man-bear pigs with huge fang teeth, I guess. Yeah. Um, but good cast. Henry Rollins is always good for a laugh. Clue Gulliger is in this as the bartender, which is the father of the director, John Gulliger. Um, that was a good movie. I... It's not one that I will... I Back in the day when this thing came out, oh, I loved this movie. I watched this over and over, but eh, I probably won't watch this anytime soon again. I'll watch it again, but eh, I'm good for now. I like that Jason Hughes is in it for all of mm, five minutes, maybe. <laughs> and uh, and then the other guy that gets... Uh, I'm not sure, does he get does he get creature cum all over his face or whatever, and he just starts to melt? Or vomit. I haven't or seen it. I haven't seen it in so long. I'm not even sure if I own it. I have to. I have to go look it up to see if I own it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but this is one that back in the day, you and I, we both were like, "Oh, that movie's awesome." I don't know. I think you liked it a little more than I did, but I yeah. did enjoy it. Um. Uh, you know what? Uh, I rewatched House of. The- I know we've talked about this movie before, but I want to just briefly touch on this one again, uh, House of the Devil. I watched it again. Oh, uh, I do own Feast. <laughs> you do? Yep. Well, pull it out and watch it again. Nah. <laughs> uh, House of the Devil is... 
I, I'm going to say it here. This came out in 2009. I think this is one of the very best movies of the last 15, 20 years. I give it a perfect score. I, it's, I love this movie so much. Um, because Ty West had the balls to have it such a slow, I don't want to say slow paced, but just a, a leisurely paced movie leading up slowly, but surely leading up to a complete crazy ending. Uh, Jocelyn Donahue is fantastic as Samantha. She owns the movie. She is great and very convincing as a college girl that is down on her luck that needs the money. Um, Tom Noonan is immediately creepy as the creepy old guy. The setting, that old house is creepy and very devilly. And the fact that uh, it was shot, I believe, on 16... Yeah, shot on 60 millimeter just... Gives it that look, like, of all the movies that tried to be a 1980 movie, this one nailed it. With the yep. music, with even the the opening and closing font of the text on the screen, like, nailed it. That That's that's what it was like. Um, the hairstyles, the pizza shop, nailed it. Everything nailed it. The only, I don't, I, I hesitate to even say that the only thing that doesn't, quite fit from that time is the special effects because they're really, really good. But no, they do. There's practical effects. And, you know, Tom Savini was doing great throat slashings back then and there's a great throat slashing in this one. Um, and it's scary. I mean, towards the end here, it gets very, very scary. Everything about this movie is what I love in a horror movie. It just, it does it perfect for me. So uh, I was happy to rewatch that one. And I try, I, I think I could actually watch that one more than I do because I like it so much, but I don't want to get tired of it. So I'm like, space it out every two years and otherwise I'm going to get, it's going to turn into Nightmare on Elm Street where it's like, oh, I've watched this 30 times. I can't watch this again. I don't want that because I like this movie so much. So anyway. I totally understand what you're talking about. That's why I space out the alien movies and, and stuff like that, because I've watched them so many times now. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, I know. And speaking of aliens, I'm like, Oh, I should watch aliens again. But I'm like, I, it's, it's been less than a year. I just wait. (laughs) Uh, uh, okay. Next up for me. Now the, I just watched this movie. Oh man. Within the last couple of years, but I watched it on VHS. And it popped on Netflix, so I was like, well, I'm going to watch it over there. Addy! Do, 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 do. Do, you, I mean, do you hear that? Oh, I hear mom. I mean, it's, it's, I can hear a little bit. I wonder if she put, like, tennis shoes in the washer or something. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Bang, crash, bang, <laughs> crash. Whatever. Uh, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm from 1993. This was an animated film based on the Batman the Animated Series. Hour 16 minutes. Doesn't overstay its welcome. So it's... And this came out in theaters, as I recall. Uh, this was, yeah, theatrically released version of that uh, that series. Batman is wrongly implicated in a series of murders of, of mob bosses actually done by a new vigilante assassin called the Phantasm. 
And, uh, yeah, I, it's taken me a watch or two to kind of come around on this, but, <clears throat> you know, I'm so familiar with almost every single episode of that series that it's nice to have one that I'm not as familiar with. And that's basically what it is, is a episode that's three times as long as <laughs> the show. At least. No, wait. Oh, I'll bet those episodes were only 50, eh, maybe they were 20 minutes, so yeah, three, four times as long. Uh... This is great, pure Batman stuff here. It kind of recaps some of his origin stuff in a good way without going really through every single detail. They kind of move on. Uh, Kevin Conroy, still his Batman voice is just awesome. I love the character design in here is sweet. It's, it is, I mean, for you to jump in now, you might think it's a little corny or whatever because it's still kind of set in that gothic 50s-ish um, 1989 Batman, you know, where the city just looks all gothic and everybody's still driving what looks like 1950s cars and there's uh, Zeppelins, that police Zeppelins that patrol the city. But... Movie freaks. Hey, Addy! I'm recording, so try to be quiet. What's that banging? What's banging? If you could, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> oh, movie freaks. Okay, well, while Eric's on his work call... I'm going to review another movie, Best Friends from Vinegar Syndrome. They released Best Friends, which is a 1973 movie. Um, it's a it's a road movie about these two guys back from the war. One guy is obsessed with the other guy, and they've got girlfriends that they're going to marry, and they go across country in a motorhome for reasons uh, to get married. And then the one guy starts to be weird and... Um, not good. No, not good. And this movie gets great reviews. What, what am I missing here? I, I hate every character in this movie, especially the, the clingy guy. Um, I, they go to a strip club. That happens. One guy buys a motorbike, motorcycle for reasons. He wants to go cross country with his best friend. I mean, it's like, I, 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 are they gay? Which is fine if they are, but I, the last half hour of the movie, I'm like, oh, let's go with 1.5 speed. Let's just speed this up. But, um, nope. Um, trying to think of anything else with the movie. It's got a little nudity. Oh, he's so loud. He's so loud on his phone call. Oh, it's a, oh, ask me to do something to work, 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 and I'm going to work at home. I'm just going to start narrating his phone call. Um, uh, I'm going to narrate his phone call from here on out. Hold on here. He's listening. He's listening. Listening. Yep, he's waving at me now. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Um, working at home was what was said earlier, so... 
Um, oh, no, I just, it's just Charlie Brown teacher. It's all I, I can hear it. Oh, best. I, I haven't been up there. I've, I would guess that someone printed something out and there's inspections that he's talking about inspections on Thursday, spinning around in his chair. He didn't print anything out. Um, Oh, and just more Charlie Brown teacher voice. That's Melvin's stuff. Ah, there's... So everything comes full circle here. I mean, especially Scooby-Doo and the gang have figured out what's going on. Uh, yeah, I guess just roll credits. That's... Yep, he's, wrap, he's, wrapping, he's wrapping up. He's wrapping up. Fake laugh. Big laugh. Yep, YouTube. Bye-bye. Yep. <sighs> Thank God. Oh, so what's going on over here? Oh, just reviewing a movie and then just uh, audio commentary on your call. <laughs> I had to take that call. I made it fun. <laughs> it was a work call, but it was also from my aunt, so I had to take it. <laughs> made it fun. Oh well, you'll you'll do with uh, do with my blabbing what you see fit. Wonderful. Okay, were you done with whatever you were talking about? I was talking about a movie called Best Friends from Vinegar Syndrome that was just terrible, terrible. <laughs> okay, uh, back to or where did we leave off? Kevin Conroy doing Batman voice. Yes. Fantastic actor. I think he even got to play him live action in one episode of a crossover multi-world thing on one of the CW shows, so that's cool. Uh, who else we got here? Stacy Keach, Abe Vigoda, Dick Miller, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Always great. He did the Joker for that whole show. And he was awesome. Now, this is not nearly as dark as the Batmans that we've come to love as adults, but from a kid point of view, and watching this in the 90s, this was dark. You know, the same way that Tim Burton's was dark and yeah. not, not silly goofy. Um, the Joker is definitely more slapsticky. This Joker is more so than uh, any of the movie ones. But it's still a great performance and it's it's great for kids, especially like kids my age. I might start watching this with them soon. But I really want to get that Blu-ray box set of it. Uh, should I just drop all of my birthday money on it? But it's like, it's four seasons of Blu-rays. And it's one box set, but I have all of them on DVD, but some of them are a little scratchy. I don't know. Anyway, when I watched this with Addison, she loved it. And so now the boys are getting that age. I want to watch it with them. I wish it were streaming somewhere. That would just be easier instead of farting around with DVD discs all the time. Uh, anyway, thumbs up. You should check it out someday, okay. someday with your kids. Uh, but I recommend the show more than I do this movie. Well, they're loving Avatar. Wow. How? How far are they in that? Uh, they're on season three. <laughs> good, good. Yep. Oh, they love it. They and Lucas is like, come on, I want to watch the movie. I want to watch the movie. I'm like, uh, <laughs> we'll finish up the show and then I'll let you watch the movie. But I'm like, you might want to keep your expectations a bit low on the movie. Uh, yep. The best time to watch the movie, though, is after season one. 
Oh, is it really? Yeah, because it's it's just season one story. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm done. Do you want to, as far as reviewing anything, do you want to... Oh, I want to review one more. One or two more real quick here. Um, Oh, eeny, meeny, miny. uh, Do I want to talk about the Vincent Price movies that I've been watching? Yeah, yeah. So I got uh, a couple of the Scream Factory Vincent Price sets. And I'm like, yeah, these are going to be great. Um, they're okay, some of them. Um, Tomb of Lygia was, I, again, I maybe I just didn't grow up with some of these movies, but it's like, oh, it's boring, boring. Um, I mean, I, I really liked the Corman Poe adaptions, especially like, uh, uh, Pit in the Pendulum, and that was one of the best, if not the best one. House uh, of something, yeah, haunted, haunted manor, something. But uh, this one here is the least of the bunch. The Tomb of Lygia is, it's just boring and drab. And I actually, they filmed on location on this one, uh, and it looks cool. But <clears throat> I actually like the sets, like the Roger Corman '60s sets, to where you can tell it's. On a soundstage, I kind of, I don't know, it just, it works like that works for me. And here it's like, oh, you're, you're outside around a bunch of big rocks and I can tell you're outside and get inside or going on a set. I want, a, I want fake sets, <laughs> but it's just not much happens in that one. I, it was meh, but the one that I had never heard of before, um, oh, where is it? The Tomb of Lygia, or oh, I watched Return of the Fly, which, just man in big fly head mask. Help uh, me! Help yeah, me! Oh, it's it's weird. Like Return of the Fly, they, they go and like I'm guessing the budget was cut because Vincent Price is not in it that much, and it's black and white. And like the first fly was color, like that was in color. So the sequel, let's just cut the budget and go black and white. Why don't we? It was okay. Like I was expecting to hate it, and I'm like, oh, that was. That was actually okay. Um, I literally cannot find that damn movie. What was it called? And as soon as we're done recording, that's when I'll... Master of the World. There it is. Um, so this was a a kid-type movie to where uh, Charles Bronson and a couple other people uh, go up to this big hot air balloon thingy that Vincent Price is flying around and gonna stop wars with this big blimp thing. And it's terrible. Just awful. Like, the special effects are so laughably bad. Uh, You can tell it's like, we're gonna make a big budget movie. Except we don't have much money to make our big budget movie. So it's really, really bad effects. Which is fine. It's comical, I guess, but it's like an hour and 45 minutes of lots of talking and then, you know, there's the there's the woman that's engaged to the kind of asshole guy, but she kind of likes Charles Bronson. So, you know, it's one of those where I love you. Nah, no, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, Vincent Price looks c- completely out of place in this movie. I think 
He has a mustache, maybe, or uh, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. And then it's one of those where, you know, it's kind of that feel good thing. So the end, like the the heroes are rescued, the heroes are off the ship or whatever, and the the blimp is going down, and his crew, his his cook, and all his henchmen, they all come in like we're going down on the ship with you, like we we support you, and it's supposed to be a touching moment, and then they crash and die, and roll credits. Uh, I guess that part was okay. They all crash and die. <laughs> uh, well, but, they went with honor, I guess. They went with honor, yeah. But not good. It was not good. So, yeah, Master of the World. If you ever are enticed by 60s Vincent Price, lighthearted, kid-friendly, it's not. It's nothing. <sighs> I think Roger Corman may have even directed that one. I think he did. Eesh. So. All right. Uh, are you ready for coming soon and wrap up? Yeah. This is practically a long episode of Cinema Soft Underbelly. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. What you got coming soon? Um, oh, it's just me talking, talking. <laughs> I, I, you, <laughs> um, I'll go first on coming soon okay. if you want me to. How yeah. about that? Yes. Right as Netflix decides, I'm not going to load. Come on, little fella. You can do it. There was a couple things on here I wanted to check out. The Town. I haven't watched that in a long time. I'd like to give that a second chance. Maybe Sucker Punch. Uh, The Guest is now on Netflix. Nah, I want to watch that too. That is definitely getting a watch. That heist movie. There's another one called Extraction that looks interesting. Warrior Nun is a TV show. Have you seen that? The, I saw, yeah, I saw that it's A little on. bit of a trailer. Check out a little bit of the, the trailer, you know, when you hover over it. Okay, pretty good. Yeah, the trailer looked pretty good. Good enough that they keep playing the music. Well, oh, I hate that. Oh, this is the one I was going to throw your way and I forgot. Now I can't hover over it. Come on, let's go. The Witch, Part 1. The Subversion. Did you see that? Huh. No, I did not. Two hour, five minute. Looks like maybe a Korean film. Rousing, dark, suspenseful. I was going to throw that your way, but I forgot. And if I threw you a horror film, you'll always take the horror film. So sometimes I got to stop giving you horror films. (sighs) All right, what about you? Um... Oh, what do I got coming? Uh, The Shallows. I'm going to give The Shallows a rewatch. Man, you've watched that movie a lot. Oh, I love that movie. Um, uh, you know what? I've been wanting to go through the... The... Um, not Toho, but the Godzilla series, I guess you could call it. Like Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters, and Kong Skull Island. I'm going to watch those three again. Um, possibly starting tonight. And that's one that... Once Hamilton is done, my wife said she'll join me for those. Um, oh, what other stuff do I have? Uh, Angry Bosses one and two. I want to. I watched uh, Angry Bosses two, and so I want to watch Angry Bosses one again. I think I was having a particularly bad day, and I'm like, I need something that I know is funny. I'm like, ah, oh, the Angry Boss movies are funny. Have you watched either of those? No, and they're both in my voodoo. They're good. Thought they were hilarious, actually. Um, that's about it. Um, 
we're halfway done with Megamind with Will Farrell and Brad Pitt. The kids are really liking that. Um, but, yeah, whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's animated stuff, so it's... I wanted to watch Rango. Uh, I think Rango's a pretty good movie, but... Eh, on Megamind, one out, so... Whatever. Big, blue-headed dude alien thing. Funny. Haha. Have you seen that one? I don't know, but that falls under the category of the generic kids animated movies. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, now, Rango. Have you watched Rango? No. That was good. Like, and that's one that I saw that in the theater by myself. I went to see that by myself, and uh, that was a solid movie. The animation was great. The character actors were great. Story was good. It was like a spaghetti western with lizards and insects and stuff and. Johnny Depp. That was a good movie. Hmm. Eh. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I'm at the point now where it's like... Anim- All my animated movies from Japan yeah. with swords and guns and gore. Yep. Lots of bloodshed. Or Bilber. Or that. Yeah. Yep. That's it. There's other stuff, but... All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. All right. I will see you next time. Okay. Till then. Bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the movie freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash movie freaks pod on twitter at movie freaks pod drop us an email movie freaks pod at yahoo.com intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl